And I don't know about you, but I want to go up to an East European and just slap the taste right out of their mouth. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. A woman's butthole is like a 9-volt battery. You know it's wrong, but at some point, you're still going to stick your tongue on it. Not not Martha Stewart. No, uh -uh. uh-uh. 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 Good morning, ass family. Guess what? Guess what? Get it, son. Without any further ado, oh no, no, it's not celebrity deathmatch time. No, no, instead, it is fight of the year candidate time, ass family. That's right, before we get to good morning, there was a fight at Disney World. Here you go, I'm sharing it with you right now, and I gotta say, I've watched it. Um, I, I, I don't think it's going to, it, it, it's leading so far. So far this year, it's leading, if we can get it to fucking play. There we go. Oh, right in here. Oh, there's a kick. That's an insecurity kick. They're a bunch of fat people. They're a bunch of fat people fighting in front of the 100-year marker at Disney World. Um, Well, they're trying to go back for some more. One of the fatties is down. The one who did the insiguri kick. Did you see Really shoddy camera work. Really, 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 really shoddy camera work. Okay, a great candidate for, for fight of the year, but come on. Come on, fight of the year has to consist of like what we got over in China or Japan. I wish I still had the video because I know Mage could tell me exactly where it is. But, but, but an old boy, he did a karate chop on a gal who was holding a baby. That's a fight. Pulling somebody's weave off in Tiny Toons Park, that's a fight. But see, here's the thing. We're inching up to that time of the year. We're getting up to that time of the year where it's summertime and parents are out and parents are livid because they're hot and they don't want to be at the fucking games. Oh, we're gonna get, I think we're going to get some good fights this year. Uh, this is a candidate, so thank you to Braddy Kid for finding this um, and making it a candidate. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. And yes, you did guess it. It is... Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump Day! And, and today's music, somebody figured it out early. Today's 80s music is 80s soundtrack. 80s soundtrack! Today we started with, uh, let's see, Hazy Shade of Winter, Lesson Zero. Don't You Forget About Me, duh, The Breakfast Club. And then Top Guns, Danger Zone, oh. And let me just tell you, all the songs, I, 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 oh man. Oh, I gotta get, uh, that wasn't, that was not in a soundtrack. Wait a second, we gotta get that out of Wait, hold on a second here. I I, I have to I, I have to remove some a, a couple of songs here from soundtracks. Oh man, I got I got some work to do. Dog on it. Well, that's okay. It's okay. I'll figure it out. You know I'll figure it out. Come on now. Um, 
It's Wednesday. It's hump day. We got listener mail today. I, I, I'm all over the place. I don't know where I'm going. We've got two make the calls today. Man, oh, man, are we busy. So let's say some good mornings. Uh, House of Pain, first one here. Good morning to you, my friend, House of Pain. Uh, I hope that you are doing good on this. Hump day. There he says, uh, Battleborn says, happy. Hump day. Dr. States and ass family. Derek, my main man, Derek, good morning. Becca, Becca. And he says, uh, good morning and happy. Hump day. Hump. Cowboys girl in the house. Man, I got a lot of buttons to push here in the morning. My God. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, no, no. Of course not. We would never do anything like that. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Gold was the one that nailed it. He says, we're going 80 soundtrack intro, aren't we? No, we're going 80 soundtrack today. Today. Don't worry. I'll, fi- I'll fix my mess up. I, I ain't got any worries about that. I can fix that real kid, real quick. Uh, oh, wow. Speak of the devil right there himself. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, Mage, good morning. says, good morning, ass Gee, I miss the 80s so much. Oh, so do I. God, the music was so good. So very good. Oh, my lucky the one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. You shut your face. Okay. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Okay. All right. You're in charge. Fantastic. Hope you have a spectacular day today. Trash Panda says, good morning, ass family. Had a great dinner, then some good sex. A perfect 25th anniversary. Well, good for you, my man. Congratulations to you and the Mrs. Trash Panda. Sanchez family says, ahoy. The good Darren says, uh, good morning, ass family. If this song doesn't uh, get you going, you're not American. You're damn right. Danger Zone gets you going. Stinkfish says, good morning, ass family. A's with an extra inning win last night. Now only 17 games out of first. Rangers won last night. Woo! Guaranteeing they'll be in first place Saturday when I go. Woo! Can't wait. Uh, you're out, says, shoot, I miss the 80s music. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You're out, you're out. I, I, you're out, you know, you, you know, you and I have a good, good, deep friendship. I, I got something special for you today. Uh, v Coop says, going back for some more, more, or s'more. <laughs> I would not want to be Elisa's husband licking her butthole if she pooped at work. No, yeah. Um, on the dark side, Eddie and the Cruisers, way better song than the actual movie. Chazman says, morning, ass family. Uh, happy. Oh, goddamn! I don't have the right thing up. Pump day. There you go. Uh, words of wisdom for today. Your triggers are your responsibility. It's not my responsibility to tiptoe around your fucking feelings and... Correct the mundo. There you go, Chaz. Mate says, no ching-chongs on the slide. Slides off limits to ching-chongs. There you go. All right. Okay, where do we start today? I don't even know where to start today. It's great. Oh, by the way, great Ted Lasso this week. Watched it this morning. Very, very touchy-feely, setting up for the last two episodes. That's right, there's only two more episodes left. I don't know if I'll be able to make it, man. I don't know if I can do without Ted Lasso. I need Ted Lasso in my life. Ted Lasso's gold. Um, all right, let's see. What did I want to start with today? Did I want to rant about anything? 
No, no, I didn't want to rant about anything. I'm going to let this guy rant. Here you go. Here is a United States senator yesterday in the House of Congress, and he's trying to ask a question. By the way, that senator that's in there trying to ask a question, that's our good, good friend. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. I want to be baptized. I kind of want something other to eat. I reckon I wouldn't mind having a little supper. Uh, Ogre says, Buenos dias, familia. The drunk driver switching with his dog made our newspaper. That kid's got a kick out of that. That was a great story. Here you go. Here's Senator Fetterman yesterday. Is, is it staggering? Is it a staggering responsibility that, a, the, that the head of a bank could literally, could literally crash our economy? It's astonishing. That's like if you have, I mean, like, and, and they also realize is that, that, that now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no by by how you know so it's it's you know what isn't it fuck? appropriate that the those kinds of the, this kind of control should be more stricter w- w- to prevent this kind of thing from going or should we just go on and start bailing and sailing whoever bank regardless of how what is your question, Mr. Senator? Conduct is. What? Huh? You know, if, uh, give you I don't example. know what the fuck uh, you're talking the Republicans about. Republicans want to give a, a work requirement for SNAP. You know, for a, 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 a hungry family has to, to have these this kind of penalties or these some kinds of word working uh, requirements. Shouldn't you have a working requirement after we sell your bank with billions of your bank? Because they seem to be more pre- preoccupied uh, when than SNAP uh, and requirements for works for hungry people, but not about pr- protecting the, ta- the taxpayers, you know, that will bail no matter whatever does about a bank to crash it. Huh? Huh? Jesus H. Christ. You are a disgusting fat body. I mean... What the hell was that? I didn't watch that all day yesterday because I wanted my reaction to be on this show. What? (laughs) Wait, 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 what? What the hell was that? I, I... I've never heard a U.S. senator make less sense. He makes Joe Biden seem fit. Oh, my God. Please let, dear God, let Joe Biden and John Fetterman face each other on a game show. Oh, Pictionary. Can you imagine them trying to draw on Pictionary? Good old Jerry O'Donnell fucking put a gun in his mouth. He's more coherent than Kamala. Well, that's true. <laughs> oh, you're out. That's so funny. Uh, oh, stewardess, I speak jive. <laughs> All I got that was is I'm hungry. I shouldn't have to work. I I didn't get I didn't get anything from that. Pictionary. Joe draw would Joe would draw pictures of watermelons and men with whips. 
That was phenomenal. This is our political system right now. This is why I'm a proud American right here. Is, is it staggering? Is it a staggering responsibility that could literally could literally crash our economy? Oh, oh, you know what it is? You know, I bet you anything. I bet you anything. Uh, uh, hear me out. Hear me out. I've seen this before in my lifetime. I have seen this once before. And I think I can fix him. Do we all not remember this fella? I call collect on the phone. You say you're tired and alone. It's Mel Tillis. John Fetterman. <laughs> John Fetterman should give all his speeches in the form of a country music song. How great would that be? He comes out dressed like Woody from Toy Story, and he asks that question, but it's totally coherent in the form of a country music song. I think I've stumbled upon a new game show. You have to answer everything in the form of a country music song. <laughs> That's just so fucking stupid. And I'm laughing my ass off over it. Uh, yet, it, uh, yes, what is, uh, I've got friends in Washington, D.C. places. Yes, I am snorting. I'm snorting at my own joke. I know that's fucking horrible. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Got me some rib caps. Yeah. Looking like Woody from Toy Story with the brain capacity of Woody from Cheers. Coconut oil kicking in. Oh, yeah, it's in overdrive today. I'm sorry, that answer is unacceptable because you did not form it. You did not ask it in the form of a country music song. What does that even mean? Oh, all right, all right, moving on now. <laughs> moving on from that. Um, well, just when we didn't think that Sports Illustrated could jump the shark enough, you know, they've had plus-size models on. Oh, and by the way, I saw the video of this plus-size travel guru or this travel blogger. First of all, let me just tell y'all something real fast, okay? Thanks to VCoop, I had a video go viral yesterday. I've got about 13,000 hits on it. Somebody called it racist. There's no racism to it. What's the difference between an infl or a deflated basketball and George Floyd? The basketball worked when it had air in it. There's nothing racist about that. Off, off color, yes. Oh, absolutely. Bad taste? I would hope so. Racist? Not at all. Plus size guru, so a chubby chaser. So it, this, this fat broad's talking about how she's so disappointed she went on this cruise 
and that some of the activities were not all body, uh, not all body styles could do it. Now, now this gal, see, here's the problem. She wanted to go ziplining. Now, I'm not kidding about this. You ready for this? She wanted to go ziplining. Her and her husband, and her husband's a fat fuck too. And I can say fat fuck because I'm a fat fuck. But at least I'm slimming down without working out or changing my diet by just taking shots of, of Ozempic. And you know what? Fuck you. It's worth it. <coughs> so this broad is mad because she can't do a horseback ride and a zip line. And the reason why she can't do it, you ready? You ready? The weight limit is 350 pounds. Now, now, how how much higher do you want it to be? She's especially mad at the airlines. Oh, the airlines. We try to make ourselves as small as possible. When did that start? That shit didn't start yesterday because you're a big fat fuck. She could give the horse a ride. What's her problem? The skinny chicks can't get their uh, pull-off slamming a button and sending people to the razor pit below. Oh, the myth, the legend is in the room. Oh, you got something to say, huh? You want to talk today? Um, so 350 pounds is their exact, their, their maximum. It's their max. And she says that's not right. How do you want it? Seven billion pounds? That's the biggest fucking hang glider I've ever damn seen. Your zipline is gonna fucking sink the boat. Sanchez family says sexy, more cushion for the pushing. Damn, that's a huge woman. No, that's not what we say here. Hold on a second. Where do I have that one? Do I have that one here? That's a huge bitch. I mean, come on, dude. Look, look. I've been fat my whole life, and I will I will tell you this. One of my darkest days as a fat person was the first time I ever had to get a seat extender. And I probably still need them, but I've come to, and, and it's on me. See, this is what I don't like about our society. This is what I truly hate. And I'll get back to Sports Illustrated here in a second. This is what I hate. You're a fat fuck, okay? I accept that you're a fat fuck. You should accept that you're a fat fuck. Okay, we got stores now that sell stylish clothes. We don't, uh, us fat guys don't all have to have banded bottom shirts to look like we're a part of the Sopranos gang. I vowed a long time ago never to wear a banded bottom shirt that isn't like a sports team sweatshirt. You did it to yourself. You know, when, 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 when you eat, like, an entire bucket of chicken and, like, all the sides, but they're the family-style sides and you ate all of them, you know, that's on you. See, I can even just eat a couple pieces of chicken here there and then some small sides. But, I, hey, I, I drink Dr. Pepper like it's going out of style. I'm not here to talk about how you should lose weight or anything. Just own the fact that you're a fat fuck. Okay? Just, just, just it, it's okay. 
It's okay, right, Roscoe? Roscoe says, yeah, it's okay, man. There we go. Got to smile at him. You know you're in fat when uh, Guinea Sack says slow down. Um, all right, Guinea <laughs> <Jenny> Sack. <laughs> that fat fuck. Um, Sports Illustrated this week decided to end all erections for any underage boys who can't get Playboy by subjecting them to have to try to masturbate to Martha Stewart on the cover of a magazine. Well, now they've gone one further. They're using this uh, model named Kim Patras, a transgender female pop star. So there is a dude with tits on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Why are women not enough anymore? Why, 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 why are women not enough anymore? I, I don't need a transgender on there. Well, and by, by the way, what's this war on hot women? I, I'm going to tell you right now, lowest sales ever for the Sports Illustrated fucking swimsuit issue. They should call it the soft on issue. Good gravy. Fred says, good morning. I thought you were losing weight from the fucking those cows. Well, you know. What? I just I don't get it. I, I I don't understand. Is it the generations below me? Is this why I don't get it? I need somebody to explain it to me because I'm tired of talking and bitching about it because I don't get it. I don't get why everybody needs to be included. I don't need. I don't. I don't understand why we have to have a trans person here, there, and everywhere. I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. I'm never going to. If you are the right candidate for the job, I don't care what you wear to work as long as it adheres to a dress code if the workplace has a dress code. If you can do the job, you can do the job. Period. The end. Don't give a fuck. But they don't hire like that anymore. We put people in places because they fill quotas. This is the most quota-filled America we've ever seen. And do you know what quota fields means? This is the most unsafe America we've ever seen. And I'm not saying that transgenders make us not safe. Unqualified people in positions make us unsafe. Pete Bootygig is not qualified to be the transportation secretary. He's there because he's gay. That fucking wombat that's the the health and human services transgender person, not qualified. Why? Why is that person there? Because they're transgender. They check a box. And by the way, this goes all the way down. You remember the Memphis Five? You remember those cops? Remember how they... uh, They pulled over a a, a black driver. The five black cops pulled him over and literally beat him to death. Those five guys were hired on quotas. They didn't qualify for the police department, but they fit the narrative. By the way, there's a story going around, and I can't tell if it's real or not. If somebody finds it, please send it to me if it's real. 
that Beto O'Rourke has lost a PTA fucking presidency? You know, Beto O'Rourke, who was going to run for president, then he ran for governor, got the shit beat out of him. Then he ran for Senate against Ted Cruz, got the shit beat out of him. Tried to run it for Congress again, got the shit beat out of him. Now, allegedly, he lost a PTA race. I think that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Ogre bingo. Those Memphis cops are white supremacists. They're the black face of white supremacy in Memphis. And by the way, if you were to say that in Memphis, the white supremacists would be like, no, we're, we're, we're pretty well fucking seen around here. We, we don't need a black face. We're Memphis, for God's sakes. See, just down the road from Memphis, if you've never been to Tennessee, I luckily got to go there for a little while. Um, and when you go to Memphis, if you if you start in Nashville and you go to Memphis, you're driving west. That's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive. And beautiful countryside, if you like that kind of garbage. If you like, you know, seeing, the, you know, tall trees to hide the meth labs and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you, you come upon a, a, a national forest. Now, national forests, they're pretty fucking well kept. This is gorgeous. By the way, that national forest is named after Nathan Bedford Forest. Now, if that name rings clear to you, you might remember it being said in the movie Forrest Gump because Forrest was named after Nathan Bedford Forrest, who, what did he do in Pulaski, Tennessee? That's right. He started a little little group, little club, if you will. The Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> so there is a forest in Tennessee that is named after the OG of the Klan. Next June, Graceland, baby. That will be awesome. So, yes, the, the white supremacists in Memphis are like, yeah, 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 we got this covered. And they would probably say, boys, just say. <sighs> See, now, now I, I almost, and I really don't, but I'm going to say it anyway. I was long for the times for fat models. At least the fat models were female. What was that, Ashley Graham or whatever her name is? Graham Ashley, that big old fat gal. Now we got Martha Stewart and some dude. Uh, where are we going? Oh, the Biden administration. What, what are these idiots? Oh. In, in, in no real, I, I'm just doing this story. We have a lot of lighthearted stuff today. Today's an easy day. Today's going to be a fun show. Not not a whole lot of trans shit, not a whole lot of political shit. We're, well, we'll have some fun today. Um, but uh, we, we do have to talk about this, how the Biden administration coordinated with liberal dark money in an effort to change the food system in America. Golly! Yeah. Yeah, um... 
This was obtained uh, by the Americans for Public Trust and shared with uh, this news agency that Kessler was involved in initiatives to transform the U.S. food system and to crack down on the meat industry for higher prices. The emails reveal that Eric Kessler has direct access to Biden's cabinet officials and plays an intimate role in shaping the administration's agenda. Once again, um... Surprise! 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 You not see this happening? You not see this happening? By the way, by the way, get ready. Everybody who likes bacon, everybody who likes sausage, everybody who likes pork, by the way, made my baked beans this morning. If those fine folks from Michelin, if they are driving around right now, y'all come on over. Y'all try my beans. Give me another Michelin star. I I, I think I'll be a a seven-time Michelin star, you know, cook. I'm not a chef. I'm not going to take that. I'm a cook. But, yeah, seven-time Michelin star. Now my baked beans. They're going to be legendary. People will come from hills and hollers just to try my beans. Um. Oh, what was I saying? I was saying, um, all you that like pork and bacon and all that kind of good stuff, get ready. We talked a little bit about it yesterday or the day before, how the Supreme Court upheld a a, a ruling that was in place in California that started it, um, that little piggies now need more room, which is going to cost pig farmers across this country millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars meaning they're going to have to expand their farms, they're going to have to expand their pens, they're going to have to do all this, all for a little piggy. Now, I'm not in favor of cruelty to animals. But when animals are raised for the sole purpose of food, I don't understand why you're giving them this room, because that room represents hope. Will I share my baked bean recipe? Never. Never. No. Mm-mm. This is why I'll share every recipe. I, I, I'm very proud of these beans. I, I, I think I hit the home run today. But here, here's the deal. Um, those prices that the farmers and the, the, the pig companies and the meat companies, they're going to pass all of that on to you. I wouldn't be surprised to see bacon go up at least a dollar or two a pound. Arnie's like Mima on her brisket recipe on Young Sheldon. Yeah, oh, with, with, with my baked beans, yes. <whistles> Boy, these are good. These are good, good and thick. This could be a whole meal. It's beans and love, pretty much. Yeah, the dogs know the recipe. It, it, it's like that thing from Bush's Baked Beans. I, I I tell Bubba the recipe. Bubba's too stupid to know what to do anything. So, uh, so there you go. Get ready. More high prices in food thanks to this wonderful administration that was somehow elected by a record-setting number of votes. <laughs> Diane Feinstein says she never left. Wait a second. Senator Dianne Feinstein raised new alarm bells as her ability to serve in Congress. 
she said she's she's been in Washington all all this time, even though she spent the last three months in in California recuperating from shingles. And by the way, the bitch looks like a fucking. She looks like a Scooby Doo character. She looks like that kid I was talking about yesterday. Getting out of her government Lexus. Must be nice that a government vehicle is a Lexus. Oh my God, just watching her get into a car. The bitch, she forgot she was gone for three months. Get her out of office. She's 972 years old. She dated Job, for God's sake. Job took her to homecoming and Jesus stole her away. Roll that beautiful bean footage on me. Uh, you forgot to say fraudulent before votes in your state. I'm sorry, Fred. I, I forgot about that. Those, those uh, That alleged 81 million votes. Man, oh, man. Shit can't change soon enough. I got to tell you. I got I to gotta be honest with you, ass family. Shit can't change soon enough. And and here's the here's the bad part is I'm not hurting for anything like like I'm not and I'm not trying to brag or anything but there are people out there that are really really desperate and they're really really hurting. I want it to change for them. They are Americans after all. <laughs> She's too old for shingles. She was dealing with roof tiles from Solomon's Temple. She's got a case of the roof tiles after that tawdry night (laughs) with Moses. You think they wheel her into a private office and let Joe go to town on her? Oh, God. He takes his teeth off and he starts gumming her ass. Fuck, the dogs are even fucking moaning over that one. Oh, God, so bad. All right, that now that now we get we get to have some fun now. Um, Travis Barker's daughter, okay, Travis Barker, that's the the fella from what uh, Blink One Eighty Two. That's the drummer. Now, ain't, ain't he married to one of the Kardashians now? Oh, by the way, we've got big and, and oh man. I got to give credit to an ass family. You know what? Let's just do that now. We'll get back to Travis Park. Um, I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, it, it happened the day after the divorce. I remember getting the text message from Stephanie. And, Stephanie, I'm, I'm going to do this on your, your behalf. There is a huge rumor out there that Tom Brady is dating Kim Kardashian. And on behalf of Stephanie, contractually, I have to... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man... Woman. ...in the world! Woman, yeah, um... I don't want to say I told you so, I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot! Say my name. Stephanie, there you go. I am the chosen one. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I, I wouldn't say that, or... Doing his little shimmy. It makes the women here in Cleveland puke. Yeah. Yeah, there's a rumor going around that after Giselle and Tom Brady split up, that Tom Brady is on the market swinging his wiener around. 
There are reports that he's interested in buying in the Las Vegas Raiders, becoming ownership part of that. And now the man from San Mateo is going down that dark, dark Calabasas road. That leads to insanity. It, it, look, 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 Tom, Tom, Tom. You know I respect you, Tom. I know that Tom Brady's listening right now. He's a huge fan. Tom, there's something we haven't talked about in a long time on this show, and I think now is paramount to you, paramount to you. And maybe we can already see. I, I don't know. It doesn't say how long they've been going out. It doesn't say anything. Maybe, just maybe. Remember, Tom Brady started to have some problems with that Bitcoin stuff. Remember? You see, Tom, there's this curse that's associated with the Kardashian group. Um, it, it, the only Courtney is the one that kind of like kind of evades it. I mean, she had that Scott Disick guy, and he turned into a raging alcoholic. Okay, but then you got the 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 one that was fat for a while. What was her name? Her name's Cookie. Is that Cookie Kardashian? Columbine Kardashian? No, no. What's what? Chloe? That's it. She's a big one. Now, now she's dated a lot of basketball players, but one I like to focus on is Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom had a stroke, and uh, due to uh, taking gas station uh, boner pills while he was at a brothel, ruined him, ruined him. And then there's Kim. There's Kim. Kim, who Reggie Bush won the Heisman Trophy when they were dating, and then it came out he was getting paid to play at USC. Chris Humphreys was an up and got rising star in the NBA. They got married, and what happened? He fell out of favor. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Kanye, Jesus, he needed medical help. Man's gone crazy. Ray J never amounted to anything after that porn tape. But the biggest curse happened with Chris. Not only did she kill her first husband, not literally kill, but he died on her watch. She turned Bruce Jenner, an American icon, a legend of America, the first man on a Wheaties box. She turned him into a woman. A la Kardashian curse. Tom, Godspeed, brother. Well, if there weren't two people I detest more, I mean, the only woman worse than would be Gwyneth Paltrow Barf. I don't need to see any of this. OJ's daughter's club. Uh, you're thinking of J-Lo. Lamar Odom went in full crackhead. Woo-hoo. Now six people in the terror watch list have been caught on our border. Well, fantastic. That'll show. They'll say, well, we're doing our job. Don't, don't worry about the 8,000 that we let in. All right. So, Travis Barker. His daughter, 17 years old, has sparked furious backlash after posting a video of herself rapping. Do I have the video? Oh, here's the video. Okay, here we go. Let's let's do this. If you are type no. two and take metformin. No, I don't take that. No, I take Ozempic. Why? Because it loses weight. There we go. All right, here we go. Why am I not getting any volume? Hold on, start over. There's no volume. 
Well, I, I, I've got everything turned up. Hold on a second. Let's refresh. Let's try that again. This girl wears way too much makeup for being 16 years old. I'll just tell you that right now. Let's see. Uh, okay. Come on now. Play. Play. Damn it. Oh, I don't want another fucking advertisement. Oh, now I'm not even getting the sound for the ads. Okay, here we go. Why is it not playing? All right. Hold on a second here. I'll get this. I'll just take it off the TikTok page itself. How about that? Huh? Thank you, Daily Mail. Thank you for having a shitty website. Thank you for, for, for making my listeners have to wait. There we go. Guys from New Jersey, four guys from New Jersey. Guys, where's the damn search? Get out of the damn way. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, Alabama. Her name is Alabama. Alabama Barker. Here we go. This it? No. No. And shout out to we ain't together when I'm with him. He know I'm the realest. Ain't got no oppositions. All these bitches and they feelings. Uh, but listen, who the fuck y'all talking to? She's she's lip syncing. Okay, guys, I'm kind of new to wigs. Got a white boy on my roster. He be. I don't know. So. So okay, so so she's she's uh, probably has a trillion followers. Um, and she's lip syncing. She's uh, mouthing the songs to lyrics such as "We ain't together, I'm with him." He know I'm the realist. I ain't no opposition. All these bitches in their feelings. Um, I don't know what any of that means. Uh. But people are saying, oh, she's doing a black girl cosplay because she's all made up and she's got a grill and, and all kinds of... So are you telling me now that rap music, if a white person does rap music, they're culturally appropriating something? Is that what's going on here? That was a little Ross Broey there. Uncancel Millie Vanilli. Amen to that. Millie Vanilli would be the biggest hits on TikTok in the world. They would have a zillion followers. Literally a zillion followers. Um, Now, if you're of this ilk that says, oh, yes, white people rapping is completely cultural appropriation. You know, they've tried this cultural appropriation bullshit with dreadlocks and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and you just sit there and you go, really? This is, this is the hill that you're willing to die on is the dreadlock hill? Maybe aim, maybe aim a little higher. I, I mean, I understand that dreadlocks are really important to you. You stank-ass fuck. But, uh... Maybe maybe take a, a stance on I don't I don't know some social conscious issues more so than dreadlocks and now rap music. Well, I hate to be the one that says this. I really do. But according to a lot of rappers, 
And these are people, these are OGs, if you will, as they would say, in the business. Guys like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, 50 Cent. When they say that one rapper is still the greatest of all time, and, and you can throw out your Biggies and your Tupacs and your, your Jay-Zs, but the consensus usually is, is that a fellow by the name of Marshall Mathers is the greatest MC to ever come along from Detroit, and he just so happens to be Caucasian. I mean, when, when they hear that, they just say, Fucking white people. Sorry. Swoosh says there's no such thing as cultural appropriation in America. It's a melting pot to bring all cultures together into one. Well, Swoosh, it used to be. It used to be. But you see, we've gotten so engulfed in this political correct movement. I don't think I still have that on my phone. Do I? I think I got rid of this. I, I had something saved, and I never ever got around to it. And I'm oh doggone it! Um, it was actually talking about the Washington Redskins, and there were two Native American guys talking about it. One ranks high in his tribe. That's what they. I'm not trying to be insensitive here. He's he's a high ranking member of the tribe where he lives. And they talked about what an honor it was and what a privilege it was that the Native Americans were represented in the NFL. Didn't care about the name, didn't care about the drawing, knew the history of the drawing, and says this is all stupid. This is all of this is happening. All of this these words like cultural appropriation and all this bullshit is coming, and it's coming from one group of people. And it's coming from guilty white people. That's who it's coming from. The reason why the Washington Redskins changed their names is honestly because of three sports writers for the USA Today. Christine Brenneman, I think, is one of the names. And I forget the other two. I don't think it was Peter King. Might have been Peter King. But those were the only three that were making a big deal about this, and it got taken away. Now, when that got taken away, everybody said, and, and you're going to have victims in every single group out there that says, well, what about us? Because we want ours. That's what all this guilt leads to, is this victim mentality. Be proud of your heritage. Be proud of where you came from. Share it with others. And if somebody takes an interest in it, well, then you've done your job passing on your heritage and your DNA, if you will. Not necessarily your natural. I mean, I'm not talking about doing it now, you damn perverts out there. I, I know how you all think. No, not that. You're sharing your culture with someone else. And if they take a liking into it and, and, and grasp onto it, hey, bully for you. you. You got somebody to come to your side. 
And then maybe they'll listen to some of the plights of your people. And maybe they'll get activated. And maybe they can actually be a beacon of change for the good. But instead we say, no thanks, you're white. No, you can't help, you're Mexican. I I don't understand our world anymore. I really don't. Arnie, you and I need to spearhead the movement to sue both Notre Dame and the Boston Celtics. How dare they use a cartoon image of Irish folklore and portray us as violent brutes. Never mind we are violent brutes, but they are portraying us as such. No shit. I don't always want to fight. I mean, there's like two minutes a day I don't want to fight. Has nothing to do with my Irish heritage. It's so, it, it, it's, Ogre gets it perfectly. This is the world. And you know what, Ogre, the thing is, is that if you and I were to team up and we were to go to someone and say those things, they would actually sit down and listen to us. That, 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 and, and, and that right there should say enough. That they take the time of, out of their day to actually listen to this bullshit. Instead of saying, why don't you grow up? Or, no thank you, we're going to keep our mascots. So stupid. And by the way, by the way, with the world going as dumb as it's going, I'm not kidding. We are going to open the door so fucking... Pandora's box is wide open. That skank is giving it up left and right. And we will get to a point, my friends. Patriots, that name's going to be gone. Cowboys, they'll find something wrong with that. The Rangers, they've already talked about getting rid of that name. And then you're going to open the door for them fine folks at PETA. And PETA's going to say, and, and I know that you all think that I'm crazy when I mention this, but I've mentioned it before. I know I'll be right about this. When has any lion ever benefited from the Detroit Lions? They've appropriated that name. They've made that name synonymous with losers. And pretty soon, we're not going to be able to call them animals' names. I'm not kidding. Uh, Aren't there an absurd amount of schools on reservations that adopted the Redskins as their mascot and are very proud of it? Oh, House of Pain, House of Pain, you know the little dark secret, don't you? That the number one mascot name on Native American school grounds is Redskins or Apaches or Warriors, Braves, Chiefs. Nobody says anything to them. They can keep it. They're fine. They can keep it. Hey, leave Notre Dame alone. Man, we got touchdown Jesus. Also, I'm part Irish. I really am. My dad's his part is Irish. Uh, they'll start outlawing people's names. They'll say uh, naming a black guy Rob is racist. <laughs> that is the most racist name in the hood, Rob. Um, I've never seen any Lions playing football before. Soon they'll be called the Lions. Yes. What about all that jazz coming out of Utah? Well, that name should have been changed a long time ago. 
I mean, they were originally in New Orleans, and they moved there, and they were the New Orleans Jazz, and that one made sense. And they moved to Utah, and they're like the Utah Jazz. And they should be, the, look, look, look. They should be like the Deacons, the bicycle salesmen. I don't know, the special underwear guys. Give Utah a better name. Major the Asian face of anti-Irish racism. Best part of the Indians and Redskins name chains are dishonest. They didn't do it to be PC. They did it because they were tired of lawsuits and litigation. It's so stupid. So stupid. But now I guess white girls can no longer rap, and uh, maybe I'm okay with that. Maybe they'll get rid of Bad Baby and all that kind of stuff, but it's just so stupid. I mean, we have real shit to worry about. There's real stuff to worry about. Here's something to worry about. Think about this. You know that little border problem that we have? You know, not only all the illegals coming over, but all the drugs that are coming over. Especially that one drug. What's that drug called? Oh, that's right, fentanyl. You know, it's killing people left and right, and now they're mixing it with something, and it's called trank, and the people's skin is falling off. I ain't making that shit up. That's all real. That's all 100. Check it out. Now the cartels are warning that this has been found in New York, Alabama, Illinois, and Louisiana. Marijuana is now being laced with fentanyl. Woo! A wave of legalizations across the U.S. has led to marijuana's increasing potency. Well, that, that'll do it right there. You lace it with a little fentanyl, you can finally OD from pot. Why can't cities cut the shit and just rename the teams after the alphanumeric designations down to the elementary schools? Yes, I fight for Notre Dame and the Longhorns. Those are two teams I will fight somebody for if you speak bad about them, boy. Not mine. Hashtag grow your own. Oh, it, it, Cowboys grow. I don't even... It, I never, ever mention anything that has anything to do with you. Because I know that you, you, you're growing your own weed. You probably make your own alcohol. Sharks aren't. Sharks are afraid of you. Bears are afraid of you. You're, you're, you're bulletproof. So, of course, I wasn't talking about your weed. I'm just talking about the weed that's out there. Let's see. Medical fully... It's still fully le- it's fully legal in a lot of states. Medical mixed blue decriminalized in some states. Look here. I, I think it, it, it at, at least it should be used medicinally in every state, but I I'm not going to tell states what to do. Um you you want to you want to legalize it further than well, that's up to the state. That's all I'll say about that. Um, all right, Elon Musk has come out and says that uh, George Soros hates humanity and reminds him of Magneto. See, I, I, I don't know if I'm buying it. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know if I'm buying it. this. This this little little, little scuttle, uh, this little squabble between Elon Musk and George Soros. 
because they're both rich enough to be Bond villains. I mean, I look at it, there was a rumor the other day that Soros died. No, he's sadly still alive. Boy, he, he just looks like an evil, evil alleged kid toucher. You know that this guy's favorite shoes are white vans. I mean, he he is, that guy gives me the creeps. Like, hey, when I see a picture of him, I want to shower. And Elon Musk called him out. And, and, and a lot of people are trying to change the narrative on George Soros that he survived World War II. He didn't survive World War II. He thrived in World War II. His last name is not really Soros. It's a name his father gave him. They're not Spanish. They were Jewish. And he sold his own people to the Nazis. And they paid him handsomely for it. He's been doing it ever since then. When you hear about a Soros-backed DA, just know that that district attorney is the most evil person in the city. Soros is almost done with his synthetic body replacement. No shit, man. He is just creepy as hell. He He's like a human cockroach. He's going to be around forever. I don't know. I don't know how this guy is a World War II, like, kind of, like, age is still alive. But Elon, Elon Musk calls you out. See, Elon Musk could do something about him. Elon Musk could, you know, hire a you know, security team of mercenaries like the greatest in the world. You know, like the A-team. See, that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Elon Musk hire the A-team. He, he, see, Elon's next big thing he's got he's to invent because he's got the, the, the spaceship, right? And he's got the internet and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Elon's getting the electric cars, you know, all that kind of, the ugly electric trucks. Those things are hideous. Take all that electric truck money and build yourself a time machine, okay? See, then you can go back in time and hire George Papard, Mr. T, uh, the, the crazy guy, and, and face. And, and they could solve the, the George Soros problem. I'm just telling you, just telling you. Won't matter if he dies, his son will just continue the job. Gold, you're right, but here's the thing. I don't think his son is as evil as he is. I, I look at it like this. I look at it like, like his son looks like Scott Evil. Remember how evil Dr. Evil was in the Austin Power? And Scott just wouldn't have it in him. I don't know if Scott has it in him, and I don't know his kid's name. We'll just call him Scott. I don't know if Scott Soros has it in him. To sell his own people. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Captain Mad Murdoch. Yes, I, that, that was the helicopter, the, the flyer, the flight, the, the pilot. Oh, Expendable 6. Elon hires Sly's crew to take out the, the series. Oh, that'd be badass. Yeah, get the Expendables on it. Maybe team them up with the A-Team. Oh, that would be an unstoppable force. If we could bring the A-Team back in a time machine that Elon Musk builds because he scrapped those ugly trucks and have them team up with the original Expendables, boy, that'd be badass. That would be awesome. 
Terry Crews and Mr. T together with that automatic shotgun? I'm buying a ticket. Now, this last story here in the first break, uh, because we got to get the listener mail here. Now, 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 hear me out here. I don't know if this is a bad guy or ticket nothing. I'm running a tuxedo. I hear you. Maybe this guy is just a bad magician. Okay? Let, 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 let's walk this story out. Um... A British-based advertising business owner, maybe he owns a magic store, okay, hacked Ukrainian girlfriend to pieces with a saw at a luxury Bangkok apartment, then used Google Translate to ask help disposing the body. Well, we'll get to the disposing of the body here in a second. Maybe he's like, honey, and she's like, da. He's like, look, 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 uh, blow him, uh, I want to try my hand at magic, and I want you to get in this box, and I'm going to saw you in half. Well, he literally sawed her in half. Um, she was staying at with her Polish boyfriend, who then used Google to translate to ask him for help disposing the body. See, that last part's bad because now it's on your phone that you need. But, see, I can understand that because you really can't. I mean, honestly, how would that play out in the courtroom? Let's play this in the courtroom in America. Uh, How do you plead? Uh, Not guilty, Your Honor. Not guilty. Mr. What's this guy's name? Uh, Oh, Jesus. Filippo? Mr. Falapo, you you were caught with a saw and a woman cut in half, and you were trying to just well well here's the thing, Your Honor, I was practicing a magic trick, you know the old saw them in half, and things went a little bluey. I mean, I'm sure still charging with manslaughter, murder. I I don't know. I don't know if it's murder or not. I prefer splitting a woman in half, not cutting her. The Expendables needs the return of Chuck Norris from two and team him up with his brother played by R. Oh, my God. Holy Lord. Oh, my. Oh, ogre. Ogre. That, 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 that was just like the, 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 the exploding heart thing right there. An Expendables movie with, with, with Chuck Norris and Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson just rips his shirt off and he becomes bulletproof because of all that chest hair he has. Your Honor, I never had saw relations with that woman. Your Honor, the the problem was, Your Honor, I forgot the magic words. I forgot to say abracadabra. How I want to reach out and grab you. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Today is 80s music day, and today is 80s soundtrack day. Wait till you see what I got in store for you 
now. Everybody shame.
Right here, right now. Uh, soundtrack to uh, 80s week continues. Today is soundtrack day. First one, Trash Panda nailed it. Lost Boys. Great song from uh, Jimmy Barnes and NXS there. Good times. Very, very underplayed song. I got to say, that, that that is one of my all-time favorite NXS songs, and they hardly ever play it. The next one was solely for your out because uh, she loves the movie Valley Girl. And... That song is in that movie, Johnny, Are You Queer? And and, and I, I I think I have a Go-Go's version of it, but I wanted to play the original version there for it. 
And then we had the orchestral moments or maneuvers in the dark. OMD from Pretty in Pink. Don't worry. I, I still got we got through we got three more coming up. Don't worry. I, I, uh, hopefully I don't let you down. Uh, so far this week has been great. Straight Fire says good morning, ass. Oh, wait a second. Straight Fire says it. I, I have to do this. Well, the freaking dog. Yeah, just sashay in whenever you want, I guess. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he says, good morning, ass. Sorry I'm late. Love the music, Arnie. Thank you. Braddy Kid says, so was Johnny Queer. Your ass says, that was never answered, Braddy Kid. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Now, I, I've left out. Wait, you know what? Actually, no. Actually, no, I'm not going to leave that one out. That's where I'm putting it. Yep, hold on a second here. I, I had to rearrange stuff because I had just put 80s music in there. And uh, I, I was like, wait a second. Those, those songs aren't, those songs aren't, aren't, those aren't from soundtracks. Those are just 80s songs. They're great 80s songs, but they aren't soundtrack songs. So I've got nothing but soundtrack songs today. So uh, there you go. So let's see. I, oh, I got to move that to that because that won't make sense. And then we'll get rid of that. Oh, now it's perfect. Okay, there we go. We can move on now. Um, all right, time for uh, Listener Mail. Listener Mail uh, brought to you each and every week on this show by our dear friends and fine sponsors at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, man, I got to tell you. I, I don't care for this. This is not good. The rest, what they like to do is they like to come to your house for an estimate once again. And you know what they do while they're there? Yeah, they're a part of this whole AI craze. They install AI software in your house, and it forces your appliance then to cook methamphetamine. They take said methamphetamine that your appliance are cooking in your house, and they use that money to fund the trans hip surgeries that they're getting for all the elderly people that they continue to traffic around the world all to the delight of the Shittistan princes. Do you know who doesn't do that? We've already talked about how my friend Jesse at JS Floors is not a human trafficker. He doesn't have the time to learn AI technology to get your, your, your appliances to cook meth. He's too busy providing for his family by putting in amazing floors. The floors that you want. The floors that you've always wanted. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, this is our first one, um, and it is from Tammy. Oh, oh, I, it says, I know you like to help people out. Oh, well, is this an ask? Oh, my, this is an ask question. Well, then uh, then I, I must answer it. So we'll do a, a, a little twosome here. Here here we go. We'll, we'll do the greatest of all time first. At least I think it is. Well, one of them. <coughs> yeah. Got some problems. I can help you. Don't you worry. I'm a trained professional. We 
we've all been there time after time now you gotta ask so i can help you out ask me now ask me now before i fuck a cow you know i'll do it because i've done it fucking a cow fucking a cow all their ratings are in the gutter they sure miss me that is fucking obvious fat and fatter is what they've become don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out ask me now ask me now that's right i found another cow I'll do it because I've done it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you hear me say all the bad words like shit and fuck, cock and cunt. Ask me now, ask me now, that's right, I got another cow, you know I'll do it, because I've done it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. Ask me now, ask me now. Please save this poor cow. I ain't stopping till I'm popping. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. Man, oh man, that right there, that's glorious. That is strictly glorious. And now I'm doing a special one. Uh, We got a special visitor in the house, and uh, they're the one who inspired me to do this one. So we got to do this one here right next. Uh, Hopefully he's awake and can hear it. If not, I'm sure it's ringing out through the house. All my exes have switched sexes And that is just plain insane to me But all my exes change their sexes I guess that's why I judge so fucking much 
Roberts down in Sacktown wearing frilly things. Then there's Dawn, whose waist went wrong and is a hippo now. Brandon tried and tried and tried, but couldn't fill these shoes. That is why that they all live with the ratings blues. Now it's time for me to help you. All you have to do is write to me. If you don't do that right now, that's right, I'll go out and fuck a cow. There you go. There you go. You can you, you can actually now refer to me as a troubadour. Now, you're, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. We, we can stop all that now? All right, there you go. Uh, fucking a cow is such a melody. I think I'll let you finish. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Fred. All right, first letter here is from Tammy. It says, hey, Arnie. I know that you say you like to help people out, and I've heard the great advice you give, and I thought, why not give it a shot? I was wondering if you could help me figure out where I should go on vacation. All my friends say either Vegas or Hawaii, but I was wondering what you thought. Thanks for your help, Tammy. Um, I hear Delaware is beautiful this time of year. Um, Delaware, gorgeous. Gorgeous. I've never been there, but gorgeous. Uh, Tammy, where do you want to go? I, I like how people always give suggestions. Oh, this is where you should go. This is where you should go. This is where you it, Instead of asking the first question is, Tammy, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? There's so many cool things to do out there in, 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 in this country. Look, look you, you can travel abroad if you want. Or you can travel with a man. I don't care what you travel with. But that was terrible. That was awful. Yeah. See, Ogre Ogre gets it. He's like, Tammy, what do you like to do? Wait, what's the question about travel? Like, they're asking where they should go on vacation. Their friends say Vegas or or Hawaii. Um, You can purge in Detroit. I heard Adele was really gorgeous also. God damn it. Straight fire, you were late and you're pulling that shit? Really? Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. I was wondering no. if after no, I don't want to meet you. Years, you'd like you to damn meet. pig. Uh, let's see. Caribbean is gorgeous or Caribbean, whichever way you say it. Caramel or caramel. Uh, my two cents are Hawaii or Niagara Falls. Those are my dream vacations. Go to Nigeria and marry a prince. Vegas is overrated. If this isn't a group trip, who cares what your friends say? Exactly. Go where you want to go. Look, look, I'll say this about Vegas. Vegas is fun. Vegas is great. Vegas has become so expensive, though. That Vegas isn't what Vegas used to be. You know, you know what I mean? Vegas is it's so pricey now. 
and Hawaii is the same way price-wise. I mean, there are plenty of places you can go to. I, I don't know what you're into. Uh, I know that we've talked about New York and Niagara Falls trip because I'd like to go the I'd like to go to Cooperstown. I mean, Cooperstown is pretty much my 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 place I want to go. I mean, I'll go to Hawaii. I don't, I don't care. But uh, you know, it, it's your vacation, Tammy. Go where you want to go. If you want to go to fucking, you know, Bumblefuck, Kansas. And just hang out and go to like a chicken rendering plant. You can do that. Nothing's stopping you. Um, let's see. Uh, you want a party club, get no sleep and lose money, go to Vegas. You want to chill, see beautiful culture and landscape and lose money, go to Hawaii. The room rates for Vegas have gotten out of control, yeah. I'm going to uh, BravoCon in November and it ain't cheap at all. You're going to BravoCon? That is awesome. You have to you you, you have to get a shout out from Andy for me. Oh, if Andy's there, if Andy Cohen's there, you you got to get a video of him saying hi to me. That guy is a genius. I I don't care that he's fruitier than fucking Fruit Loops at the at the factory. That motherfucker's a genius. Even flying from Reno's three hundred dollars to Vegas, unless you want to fly Spirit. What are you gonna do? They arm you. Three hundred dollars from Reno to Vegas. Fuck. As in the channel, they have their own convention. Tickets have gone on sale yet, but my room is booked. All right. I I I want I want a video shout out from Andy Cohen. I mean, that guy had an idea of putting rich women on TV, and it fucking blew up, and he is a multi-gozillionaire. Smart guy. I got to give it to him there. But back to Tammy here. Tammy, see? And and you know what's so funny like this? Uh, Stackcar says, I'm going to Texas. Well, you, you let me know where you're going, buddy. But my wife said no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen to her. Um. It does it like there are these cons now for everything. I I think it's fantastic. I I think I, I mean you know that 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 goofy show I've told y'all about that old Christian show that I, that was on Sunday mornings, Davy and Goliath. Where's my damn Goliath drop? Did I get rid of it? No. Hey Davy, smell. Hey Davy, smell. Hey Davy, smell. Love that show, and they have a con for that. They have a Davy and Goliath con, and thousands of people show up for it. So it doesn't matter what your 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 freak is, what your what your niche is. Uh, I mean, last year, I, I tell you this: if if I got to travel on the regular and Braddy Kid didn't mind going, I would go to way more wrestle cons. But I know that she would hate every second of it, so I can't do that. But I love when 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 Tommy and I went to WrestleCon last year before WrestleMania. That was phenomenal. That was one of my favorite things ever. So, uh, Tammy, find something you like and do that. Your ad says, it's my Mecca. I can't pass up on all my housewives in one spot. <laughs> South Carolina is a good time, I hear. I, I hear that, too. I mean, look, there's a lot of great places in this country to go to that aren't Vegas and Hawaii. There's cool shit out there everywhere. So, there you go. Uh, Tammy, I hope that helped you. I hope you're sitting there going, you know what? 
I want to go to the 16 and pregnant con. <laughs> I bet you they have one. Uh, damn, we drove to and from Vegas in our diesel uh, BMW and maybe cost 150 bucks in an overpacked diesel. Plus, the drive is wonderful. Camped at the uh, Cali Hot Springs. Travel America, don't fly. There you go. Tammy, you can come camp with the bears with me. You don't want to throw off your, hey, 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 hey. You better not be sharing your fucking karma. You've got good karma. You can't be throwing that out there. I mean, you expand that a little bit too much, you're going to get a bear attack, Cowboys girl. And I'm going to have to play the sound effects. And will there be a part of me that enjoys playing those sound effects? A very small part, but I'll be worried about you. I promise I'll give you a there there. All right, next one. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. Uh, I really wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your political talk. Well, thank you. They really held you back in the past. I was just wondering, why is it you believe that the election of 2024 will be an honest election? Um... Tammy, the Metroplex has lots of barbecues and zoos, and Arnie, the tour guide. I don't like going to zoos, man. Zoos freak me out because I it, I won't ever get a good payoff. And, and the Fort Worth Zoo is the only one worth the shit here. But I want to see a kid fucking fall into a cage. That's why I don't want to see the kid hurt, but I just want to see it happen. I want to be there when it happens. That's what I want. Oh, man, my phone's going crazy this morning. I didn't even see it. Morning, Arnie. Just stop by to say good morning. We'll listen later to the show. Um, get all the Arnie you want at ArnieRadio.com. Well, thank you, Zach. I appreciate that. Let's see. What is this? He wants me to load something on Twitter. Insect burgers. Jesus Christ. They're already selling them right now. The zoo is our house right now. Amen to that. Good Lord. Um, um, why do I think that this will be an honest election? Because I have to think that way. Honestly, uh, Brian, that's a fair question to ask because of what happened in 2020. 2022, I'm just going to say that the Republicans didn't show up and the people that they offered were shit. I mean, for Christ's sake, we played a babbling Fetterman this morning. What's his name? John Fetterman? Pete Fetterman? Whatever his name is. Senator Fetterman. This guy can't complete a sentence, and he was elected over 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 uh, what's his name? Over Doctor Oz. All right, then I want to be baptized. Mm-hmm. I kind of want something other day. Oh, there you go. I reckon that I wouldn't was... mind having a little supper. Sir, you're supposed to be asking questions right now. Not funny, haha. Funny queer. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are so much better. Oh, yeah, he, he, he's doing great since he's been out. Um, I have to believe that it's an honest election. Otherwise, I will go insane. I have to believe there will be an honest election. There, there are some parameters out there that state attorney generals are starting to take a lot of the elections back for the states. And a lot of people, the Democrats are upset at that because it's a lot of Republican states that are doing it because they don't want these votes to be tainted like they were in the last election. We had thousands of dead people vote in the last election. Now, would that have changed the election outcome? I don't know. 
Yes, it would have. But I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get investigated by Homeland Security probably again. Okay. I have to think it's going to be real. Otherwise, I won't show up for it. I gave in to pro wrestling being staged a long time ago. I won't use the F word because those 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 men and women are, are tremendous athletes and actors and actresses that perform in the wrestling rings. But I knew it was staged a long time ago, and I was okay with it. I, I don't want that to be politics. I don't want politics to go down the road of sports entertainment. We already have infotainment which is CNN, Fox News, and all the big conglomerate media companies. Now, I will not say that I am a a journalist whatsoever. I tell the truth. When I see a story and I hear a story, I tell you the truth and what I believe. I got to tell you, last weekend I was very hesitant to talk about, and and I felt bad because I know we talked about it on Monday, Um, And we talked a little bit about Friday, about the Marine who choked out the guy on the subway. And and, and, but but I was able to rest with that idea because I I have to be I have to live by the rules of the show of being consistent, consistency and logic. As much as I applaud that Marine for jumping into action and taking a threat down and appreciate it and would thank him for it. And if I was some rich gozillionaire like Kid Rock and stuff, I would donate to his legal campaign as well. But I have zero objection to him being arrested for it because he took someone's life. That's just that, that, look, when you take somebody's life, as long as they weren't, and it wasn't in your house, and it wasn't one of those situations where you're protecting yourself and your home and your abode, then you walk away. you got to live with it that you killed somebody, and, and there's a lot of people that can't live with that. Oh, you're wondering if I could live with that? I would get T-shirts made every fucking day. I killed a guy. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I killed a guy. Ask me how. Oh, I would gladly wear that shirt around. There is a shirt that I, I, I found that I want more than anything. Did, did, I, did, did I save the, uh, the link here? Um, I'm, I'm going to share this with you, even though I probably shouldn't. Um, um, there, there's, there's a shirt that I, I just recently found, and, and uh, I'm supposed to make a phone call. i got to call the, uh, the guys at... Uh, where I'm thinking about performing this week. And I know that I already had a shirt in mind for wearing on stage, but I just want to know what you guys think of this shirt. Here you go. I'm putting it on the Mixler board. Should I get this shirt and wear it on stage or not? There you go. I I posted it for you. No, his name is not Toby. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Or is that is, is that is that too much? 
Is that one too much? I, I, I'll let you guys stew on that one. I'll move on to the next uh, one. Um... Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, v Coop says yes. Uh, Ogre says not in South Dallas. Oh, yeah. yeah real quick. Hey, Ogre. I, I, I really do appreciate that, but... Uh, Duh! Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like that shirt a lot. I, I don't know why. I just saw it, and I was like... Well, bad publicity is publicity. <laughs> I just think it's hysterical. Oh, man. um, That's a bit cringe. I don't know. <laughs> but my other one is, is not quite that bad. I'm going to get that shirt no matter what, but wearing it will have to be, oof, it's going to be close. All right, this next one is from Greg. It says, Arnie, why, why, why? The old Nancy Kerrigan. Why? What is going on in the world, and why does this continue to be a thing? Why are they trying to force ugly fat women on us as sex symbols, and now they want us to spank it to the elderly? I don't want to see Martha Stewart anywhere. Yeah, you're out. You said for me to say that. Yeah, that is. Okay, all right. All right. Well, I'll still get it. I might not wear it in public. Well, we know I'm going to wear it in public, but we just don't know. Um, all right. Uh, if you haven't heard the latest, uh, we did it earlier this morning. Sports Illustrated has abandoned women for the swimsuit issue, at least attractive women. They, they started with the, the fat gals on there, and then now they've moved to Martha Stewart, the elderly. She's 81 years old, so I can call her elderly. And now they have a transgender on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. just want to remind everybody that, that guys don't wear bikinis. And, and look, here, you can be transgender all you want, but come on, you're not a woman. You shouldn't be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. If I was a model, if, if I was one of these highfalutin models like Emily Ratajkowski, maybe not that high up yet, but one of these aspiring models that starts their career and, and they get a big boost from, from Sports Illustrated, I'd never do Sports Illustrated again. I mean, come on. Come on. But that's what they're forcing upon us. And, well, if you guys want it, you guys can have it. Uh, all right. I, I'm, I'm just tired of that subject. I'm just so moving on. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. Hey, I always wondered about something while you were on the dog pound. Woof. God, I hate it being on that show. Um, first, whatever happened to Andy on that show? And how did he get the nickname Andy Man Candy? Love listening to you uncensored or unfiltered. It really is great to keep it up. Uh, thank you, Brenda. I appreciate that. It's really great to keep it up. Okay. First of all, he got his uh, name. He got his nickname from me. Uh, we were sitting in a, in a room, and, and we were talking. I was like, and he walked in. I said, Andy Man Candy. And the other two morons laughed, which meant they got it because they didn't laugh at a lot of things because, well, they didn't get a lot of things, but they got that. And it stuck. 
We we went on the air that day, started calling him Andy Man Candy, and it was phenomenal. And by the way, he hated it. Oh, oh, by the way, yesterday I came up with a Roscoe's rap name. If rap, if Roscoe decides that, that his career is going to go down the path of rap music, his new rap name is going to be Little Crack Pipe because uh, I like it. I, I like the way it rolls off the tongue, Little Crack Pipe. I like that a lot, Little Crack Pipe. Yo, man, who are you? I'm Little Crack Pipe. I like that one a lot. I think sales will, will skyrocket in, in urban areas. Um, whatever happened to Andy on that show? Well, I can tell this story easy. Um, so, I was not necessarily welcomed with open arms to the dog pound. I was kind of put there to fix them, as Andy was too, uh, about six months before me. Little crack pipe always has a hit. Look at that. We're already selling millions of records. Um, they brought they brought Andy Man Candy in. He was on the pop station, and he wanted to he wanted to try his hand at talk. Now, what I'll say about Andy is this. Andy was a very, very talented pop disc jockey. And there's a, there's something in our business. You can do a talk show. And I, I've always stated this, and I usually always start, if I'm ever asked to speak about radio, I always say this. You can have a show or you can have a program. There's a big difference. I have strived never to do a program ever. Because I think the audience deserves a show. The audience, especially in this case, in this show, you guys are paying for it. In radio, you didn't pay for it, but you did by buying purchase and going to places that our advertisers wanted you to go to. But you always gave people a show. You never wanted to give them, a, and, and a simple, the simple difference is this. A program is when you get a DJ who comes on the air, and let's, let's see, let's see how good I am today. Um, let me, let me find, uh, let me find, uh, a decent song to, to talk up. Oh, let's see. Hey, you're on 98 Rock with Artie in the afternoons. Hey, this week, check out the blood drive going on at UC Davis. If you're willing to give, they're willing to take. You read a lot of liners. You read a lot of uh, public service announcements like blood drives or where the station's going to be. Uh, Adele song, you hear it yet? No, shut up. God damn it. You people in this fucking Adele thing, you guys are killing me today. Can't talk her up. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, But Andy was real good at that. And he was, he, he was a great liner job. And he talked really, really fast. And he was terrible for a talk show. Terrible for a talk show. He talked too fast and he didn't understand. As none of them understood that now they're, they're actually, if they're doing a show, they're playing a character. And the character can be uh, about yourself. I had the hardest character on the show. 
because I couldn't be the mean guy that I was before because that was already handled by dog shit. And by the way, he wasn't half the broadcaster I was in stature or broadcasting skills. And then you had Jerkoff, who was just a fucking moron. I'd say it to his face. Jerkoff is probably one of the stupidest people I've ever worked with in my entire life. And that's saying something. And those two were just fucking killing the rating. I mean, just absolutely, they were out of the top ten. So they added Andy, and then they got a boost, and they, they moved it all the way up to sixth, and they were starting to brag and act like they were. And then I came along. Well, Andy didn't care for me. I, I, I knew it from the get-go. I could tell that he didn't care for me. He was threatened. He was threatened, because, and there was nothing to be threatened about. I was not in any, and that was the problem with that show, is those guys wanted to compete against each other for the best line of the show or the best part of the show, they didn't realize that they were all working together. And I had to somehow be the go-between between the soft, dumb character of Jerkoff and the harsh character of dog shit, and then there was our token gay guy. Imagine the t- tank of Jerkoff and... <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. I would just weep if I was in that room. One day on the air, um, I was I was very frustrated um, at that time, career-wise, because these guys were so hard to work with. And I think you guys will agree with me that I'm better when I broadcast when I see something the first time with you guys and you get my natural reaction. And I tried to tell my boss that, and he's like, well, these guys aren't good enough for that, so you can't do that. And this, I like this boss. I love this boss. I'm still friends with this ex-boss that I had. So whatever he said, I would try to do. One day, though, I, I kind of snapped. We were talking about robots in restaurants, like robots taking over for waitresses. And the way the, st- the break started, and I remember this vividly because this was an awesome moment. Um. It started talking about, we, we asked Andy, like, Andy's mom was a waitress. And he was, he, he was getting almost emotional talking about how, you know, she worked all the time so Andy could get this and he could go there and he could be gay and do all this kind of stuff, right? And he's talking about it. And then we bring up the fact that restaurants are talking about getting nothing but robot servers, And Andy, of course, being the first one to speak every time because, well, he had to speak, he said, oh, I would so go for this. This just after spending about three and a half minutes, which is a long time, talking about how much he respected his mother, the server. And once he got done saying he'd go to this, I looked at him, I go, why would you go to that? And this was nothing that was scripted. It was nothing. This was before I started writing the shows for him. I said, why would you go there? It just put your mother out of work. So what is it? Do you want a robot or do you love your mother? <laughs> and, and, and of course I was being, and because the other two weren't going to say anything because they weren't smart enough to hear that because they weren't listening. And, and all of a sudden I got, well, well, uh, uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, 
I go, it's a real simple question. Do you want your mother replaced with a robot? And Andy got up and walked out. <laughs> he just left. And I was like, wait a second. I didn't even come down that hard on him. I mean, I mean I've been a lot harsher on the air with people in the studio. And, uh, and I'll never forget, he, he walked out, and, and we all just were, like, kind of puzzled. And then, of course, after the show, I had to go stop by the boss's office because I got called in. He goes, you want to tell me what happened? I said, well, yeah. It was like it, and, and this is the thing. If, if I can instill anything into young people that maybe want to get into radio or do team radio or team podcasting, um, if by chance your show picks up and people like your character, it doesn't matter what you argue as long as you're arguing for your fans. There are a lot of things that I argued on the air that I didn't really, really believe, believe, believe in. Like, I wasn't ready to die on the hill for it, but I knew my fans were. So I had to give them that voice. And Mr. Man Candy never got that because he wasn't smart enough. And Dog Shit never got it because he wasn't. He, dog Shit didn't get it because his ego was too big. And Jerkoff didn't get it because he was just a moron. And I know it sounds like, 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 like not sour grapes on my part. I took that show all the way to number one. I was able, I was able to get to the number one. I beat the morning show ratings with those two. You want to talk about a fucking handicap match? Oh, and by the way, at that time, we had more listeners than the morning show. Very proud of those stats. Hated it, but I'm very proud of it. I was listening to that show, Chaz, man. Oh, I was so fucking pissed off. I was so mad. Like, when he walked out, I wanted to go find him and fucking, and, and I was, I was going to commit a hate crime. It's like, you don't walk out of the studio, you little bitch. I said, when you, when you take a stance on something, you can know you're wrong, but you stay in that concrete. Your legs are concreted in, and you're going to get the shit beat out of you, but at least your fans will still love you, and the other ones will respect you because you stayed your ground and you didn't get all flip-floppy. You didn't get all John Kerry. Oh, man. Oh, there's... Uh, like, this is why I can't listen to radio today. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm too critical of it. Just far too critical. And, and by the way, there's the quote-unquote talent. Shit. Shit. But there you go, Brenda. That's the story of Andy Man Candy and what happened to him. And I think he's out of radio now. For a while there, he was like, uh, he was one of these voices across America. He was on like four or five radio stations because they weren't paying him dick because he was too stupid to know what he was worth. Uh, all right, next one. <laughs> that, that one was just a cheap parting shot at him, by the way. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, my husband has recently started to take me uh, golfing with him. And before you say it, I already know how much it drives him crazy, and that is one of the reasons I do it. Well, at least you're, you know you're evil there, Maggie. That, that, I mean, that, that, would, that gives me night terrors. But we were talking about dream foursomes in golf. 
I know you, Arnie. Okay, yeah, I got, I got what you're saying. You said dream foursomes, dot, 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 in golf. Okay. Um, Arnie, who would be in your dream foursome, and where would you play? Um, first of all, I would play any course that you weren't near because you're probably a beginner golfer, and you're going to be slow as hell, and you're a woman. Um, <laughs> it happened one time. One time. Oh, God, that was the worst. Absolutely terrible. Um, my dream for it, where would it be? It would be Augusta National. If I can pick any golf course in the world, I'd either pick Augusta National or the old course in St. Andrews. I, you know what? I'm going to go with Augusta National because I, I don't need a passport and I don't need to be in rain all the time. So we're going we're gonna to go, play uh, Augusta National. My dream foursome. Man, as much as I want Tiger in my dream foursome, no, no, Mm-mm. because you know I, I I like to be in uncomfortable situations. Um, there was a guy who didn't care much for my namesake, uh, but but Arnold Palmer would definitely be in my foursome. Um, and the guy who was big before Arnold Palmer was Ben Hogan. So I would have Ben Hogan and Arnold Palmer and, of course, my dad. I mean, that, that's that's a no-brainer right there. And my dad would be hanging out with Arnold all day, and I would just be I would be slurping up in, like, what now, Mr. Hogan? What now, Mr. Hogan? But, yeah, don't forget Natalie Goebbels. Thank you, Straight Fire. I appreciate that. Yeah, she wouldn't make it. She could wash our balls. Hey, now. You see, you see that that that's a little golf joke. <laughs> um, my baby is black. Would be Arnie Golf would say, "Oh, you're fucking terrible." But yeah, um, Maggie, I don't know why you're doing this. Well, you know why you're doing it to your husband to drive him nuts. Um, but yeah, that was, I mean that that, and it, it's tough to keep Tiger out of it. Man, I'd love to have Tiger in there, but but Palmer, Hogan, and my dad—that would be it. That would be it. All right, good question. I, I like that. That was a real good question. I don't think I get asked that one very often, but that's a good one. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, dude, I'm so in love with the 80s music this week. I really can't wait to see what you have in store for us. The first day was outstanding. I like that. It was outstanding. Uh, I was just wondering if you're going to do this with other decades as well. Uh, that is from Nick. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if I'll do it next week. What about Al Jervik from Caddyshack? <laughs> well, I'm sure he would bring Wang, and we couldn't, you know, we wouldn't be able to say that he was Jewish because it's a restricted club. Um. See, today I'm I'm doing soundtracks of the '80s. See, I, I've gone into a sub sub, you know. A sub-subcategory. But, uh, yes, I plan on doing the 90s. Maybe not next week. Maybe in a couple weeks. Because, like I said, today I ran into I, w- I was doing soundtracks, and I was like, oh, put this and this in. And I'm like, wait a second. Those weren't in soundtracks. So we fixed it. We fixed it. Um, all right. There you go. So, yes, I am going to do other decades. 
Uh, all right, two more mails to go. Let's do this, shall we? Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want, Arnie? I'm going to be traveling to the San Antonio area very soon. And I was wondering if you had any sort of advice on places to eat in Texas. We'll be here for about 10 days and plan to go to Austin and maybe Houston. Fuck, why? You want to get raped? Um, please tell me where I should get some really good barbecue, Mexican, and whatever else this area will have for us. That is from Natasha. Are you taking moose and squirrel? Uh, Natasha. Let's see. I don't. I don't live in San Antonio. I don't visit San Antonio very often, so I don't know a whole lot about San Antonio. I do know that they have Whataburger there. So I will always tell people the first place you should go into the great state of Texas is Whataburger. Now, if you're planning on going to the Austin area, then I can help out a little bit. There is a barbecue place in in Round Rock. Oh, I can't even think of the name of it now. Oh, shit. I know Franklin's is in Austin. You have to get there at like 6 o'clock in the morning to get their barbecue, and it's supposed to be fantastic, but fuck them. Um, I, I'm just, look here. It, all you got to do is buy like a, get a guide or something. Google it. Google it. There you go. Don't ask me, Natalie. Google it. Best place to get, look, I'll tell you what you should get. Round Rock Donuts to get a chocolate cake donut. I always go to Dunkin' Donuts for that. Um, this is the food you need to get when you come to Texas. This is a, this is a better way to do it. You definitely want to go to Waterburger. I'll always say go to Waterburger. Now, now you're going to want to get some Mexican food. I don't know if you're an enchilada fan or a chimichanga fan or a taco fan. If you go to Austin, you're going to get some really, really good tacos down there, right? Um, any kind of barbecue place, if they're rated high, go there. We know how to do barbecue in Texas. I mean, for fuck's sake, Bucky's has good barbecue. Go to Bucky's too. If you're in town, go to Bucky's. You got to go to Bucky's and get a T-shirt at least. Bucky's is a big ass gas station, and by big ass gas station, I mean they have 120 pumps, and they have a store bigger than most grocery stores. Do they have Jolly Bee in Texas? Is is that that is that that Filipino chicken place, Christopher? Because they do. I remember when one opened, the line was humongous, and they got all kind of weird shit there. They got, like, fried chicken and spaghetti. And Filipinos eat some crazy shit. But I do believe. Salt Lock. Salt Lick. There you go. Thank you, Fish Stick. Salt Lick is very good. I'm not going to call it the best barbecue I've ever had. Uh, but Salt Lick is very, very good. There are lots of great barbecue places. It just, I mean, there's so many. I it, it, look if you it, 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 what you should do is fuck Houston, take a right instead, and come up to Dallas. You go to fucking Hutchins. You go to Oak Barbecue. You, if you want to pay out the ass, you can go to Terry Black's. You can go across the street to Pecan Lodge. Get you some brisket while you're here. Get you some some tacos and some Tex-Mex. Uh, Waterburger. We have renowned burger spots all over the all over the state. 
So there you go. Uh, yes, Jolly Bee is the Filipino place. Christopher says it's fantastic. Okay, all right. Hey, I, I'll I'll take your word on it. I only know where one is. Yeah, it, it's over there in Plano. Um, get your water burger in all in one bag because it makes it easier to throw in the trash. <laughs> Uh, if you don't get brisket while you're in Texas, you didn't really visit Texas. Yes, yes. Oh, and and by the way, um, they they have new terminology, and I don't care for this terminology in in the brisket world. Uh, it, I've been caught off guard by a couple times. They ask you if you want it moist or normal. Well, I, I'm not trying to fuck my brisket. Uh, moist is the fatty side. So if they, if somebody asks you, do you want moist or normal? I always recommend, if, if you don't like the fatty piece of meat, then get the normal meat. The fatty meat is where all the flavor is. And, and, and by the way, let me tell you something. If you decide to forego brisket while you're in the great state of Texas, do not miss out on two things. Okay? Texas Twinkies or a beef rib. A beef rib, oh my God, beef ribs are fucking just... They are they are so retarded good. It's unbelievable. And a Texas Twinkie is a jalapeno that's been hollowed out. And they put cream cheese in there, and they put brisket in there, and then they wrap it with bacon, and then they smoke it. Texas Twinkies all live in Austin. Well, these are the good Texas Twinkies, not those. Um, but yeah, there you go. So, uh, Natalie, get brisket, chicken, chi- oh God, you gotta get chicken fried steak too while you're in town. It, it, look, look, I, I think they're, hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I, I, I'm going to Google something for you, Natalie. I know where the best chicken fried steak in Texas Ten best chicken fried steak places. Um, all right, here we go. Damn right. Number one is Mary's. I've been to Mary's. That's outside of Fort Worth. That place is G-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-D. Um, Stephenville, Austin, Moonshine Patio Bar. Yeah, I never eaten there. Um, there's a place I saw recently uh, on a... Why would you put brown gravy on chicken fried steak? This place, I think it's called the the Wagon Wheel. It's not the Broken Spoke. That's a honky-tonk. It's like the Wagon Wheel or something, and they have a chicken fried steak that looks like it's about three and a half pounds. So you got to get chicken fried steak while you're in town. And Mary's Cafe, is you, you can't beat Mary. It's an hour and 45-minute drive for me, and it's fucking worth it. If you want to get raped and defiled, go to Waco. Yeah. Get you some bluebell ice cream. There you go, Scott. By the way, by the way, we have. Oh man, I don't know about this one. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. Can I please have your attention? I don't know if this is I've real. just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. They're announcing a new flavor of bluebell next week. That's a big deal in the state of Texas because we take our ice cream real serious. Bluebell ice cream is made in Paradise, Texas. That's how good that shit is. But they're talking about a collaboration of Bluebell and Dr. Pepper. I, I look, look, look. I've had the Waterburger Dr. Pepper shake, and I don't like it. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. 
I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Not not like in a scary movie. This is like the Russians are walking above me, and I'm or not the Russians, the, the Nazis, are, and I'm hiding in the floorboard. That's how scared I am of this. Because I can't besmirch Dr. Pepper. And it, I mean that that would be the last company I ever besmirched. Bluebell, I I don't want to besmirch them. But a combo of a bluebell and, and and maybe it'll taste like a Dr. Pepper float. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm doing breathing exercises for this because I'm I'm freaking out a little bit. If you want to feel smarter than everyone else, go to College Station. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, all right. Uh, Arnie, there's gonna be some big floorboards. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm in a basement somewhere. If you like bourbon, go to the Still Austin Distillery. There you go. V. Coop, looking at, look at that. V. Coop shooting some ideas out there. All right, last mail here. Let's do it, shall we? Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? And by the way, you know who would have put those floors in that I could hide under? JS Floors. Bam! Sponsor reboot. Bam! Thank you, Jesse, for hiding me from the Nazis. I would just be another Anne Frank. Uh, Hey, Arnie, since you're a big wrestling guy, what do you think of the news that Randy Orton might not ever come back after his back surgery? Where would you rank Randy Orton? You have to admit, he's been pretty amazing for a second-generation wrestler, and that's from Steve. Well, Steve, actually, I would say he's fucking amazing for a third-generation wrestler because... Cowboy Bob Orton was a junior. Cowboy Bob Orton Sr., the big daddy one, he was he, he wrestled before Bob Orton Jr. And then we got Randy Orton. I was never a huge Randy Orton fan until the last couple years. I liked Randy Orton a lot. Um, I saw the story where his dad's talking about the, the doctors have come out and said that, that you probably shouldn't wrestle anymore, Randy Orton. And we all want to see another match between he and Cody Rhodes. He's training to get back. I, I think this might all be a work. That maybe Randy Orton's going to come back a little bit sooner than we all expected. And he's going to jump somebody in the ring. Because that's the way the wrestling business goes. They tell us one thing and then other things happen. So I'm holding my breath for that. Because I do. I, I really, really do like Randy Orton. So I hope he comes back. I got AEW on tonight. WWE Monday was kind of... Hmm. We'll see. We'll see how they do tonight. All right. Continuing with soundtracks. Now, I, I have to throw a monkey wrench in because it wouldn't be a soundtrack from the 80s day if I didn't play this song right here. And then it'll go into a couple other songs that'll sound like a strip club train wreck. But I, I can't play 80s music and soundtracks without playing good old Bud and Sissy's theme. From one of the greatest movies ever, Urban Cowboy. Well, I spent a lifetime looking for you. Single bars and good time lovers were never true. Playing a fool's game. Open to win and tell 
I was alone then, no love in sight And I did everything I could to get me through the night Don't know where it started or where it might end I turned to a stranger just like a friend
People can't believe that they're charging their daughter to live there. She lived at home with her parents for nine months, paying $200 a month, which is significantly cheaper than other properties in the area. She has moved out. She's on her own. But her parents prepared her. And, and people were like, I can't believe that $200 a month for this ain't shit. And you still got mama and daddy living there. And mama and dad, mama's probably still doing your laundry for you. Probably still cooking for you, too. This is easy, right? Do, do we, look, I'll, I'll play the sound effect. So, uh. You make the call. Ask family, is this okay? See, Cowboys Girl says that's a deal. Kale says that's reasonable. Ogre says $200 a month doesn't even cover the bathroom in a big city. Cowboys Girl says, I told my daughter that if she chooses to stay at home after 18, that she pays rent if she moved out. Maid says $200 a month. That's it. It? Oh, my God. I would love to pay that fucking <laughs> to pay that. Fuck that girl. Don't, the, the girl's not upset by it. People are upset by it. People are like, oh, I can't believe they're making her pay. Well, I can. She's over the age of 18. Cowboys girl says nothing wrong with it. Battleborn says my dad charged me rent at 18. I moved out, finished high school with a fit job, uh, with a full-time job. Yes, it's okay. My kids are going to be made to feel so uncomfortable by my behavior that they're going to be begging this out at 18. Christopher gives the thumbs up. Scott says very reasonable. Kale says absolutely. I'd probably charge more. Sora's dad says, I paid $200 a month in the late 90s when I lived at home and covered bills. Chasman says, two of my kids pay rent. Good. These fucking Gen Zers are bitching because rent means they can't buy their overpriced food and phones and travel. Fuck them. Earn it. All right. All right. Good. Okay. So we're all on board with that one. Like I said, that one was an easy one. That one was a, that was a, that was an appetizer. Uh, that, that, that was like the, the, the foam they give you at fancy restaurants to get your palate loosened up. Because this next one is a doozy. And back to the sound effect machine we go and... You make the call. Um, <laughs> this was a post that was recently shared on a forum called Am I an Asshole? If you have to write something on a forum that asks the question, "Am I an asshole?" You're probably an asshole. But I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put any thoughts in anybody's heads. The woman starts off by saying, "This sounds awful," and she knows it, but still wants to find out if she was in the wrong for what she said. Any youngin' who bitches their older generations didn't have to face economic struggles and job marketing is so fucking ignorant about past shit storms we had to deal with, the 70s malaise, the crash of the 80s, the housing crisis of the early 2000s. Typical millennial and Gen Zers can't fathom something happening before they were born, right? 
All right. <clears throat> she wrote. Because <laughs> I know the headline of the story. This is so fucking bad. My husband has a long-term family friend named Jennifer. Jennifer and I aren't really friends, but we are friendly when we see each other. When Jennifer had her first kid, my husband purchased a fairly expensive item off their baby shower registry as a gift between two and $300. I had no issue with the gift or how much he spent. It was a nice item uh, to gift her, and we were excited for her to grow her family with her husband. Fast forward a few years. Jennifer and her husband are high earners, both making over six figures. Oof. Oh, I already know what I see there. Jen announced that she was pregnant again very early on and sent my husband her baby shower registry with her announcement text was in high price, full of high-priced items. The poster admits that she thought it was uh, was strange because their friend should still have most of the items from their first kit and didn't think people did full-blown baby showers after their first. She also said that she was surprised she was asking for gifts while they're still uh, in the first trimester. Despite her thoughts, she left it up to her husband to organize a gift that he thought was appropriate. And he spend, ended up spending $400, as Jennifer is like a family member him, so he felt like buying, justifying buying an expensive gift. A few weeks later, here we go. Are, you, are y'all buckled in? A few weeks later, Jennifer had a traumatic miscarriage. I won't go into details about, uh, but she was devastated, and the cause of the loss likely means she won't ever be able to carry future pregnancies to term. It's been a few months since her loss, and my husband and I are now unsure of how to navigate the gift. It's not something she can use for an older kid. Asking her to return the gift seems cruel, like adding a chore onto her grief, and it's probably past the return window anyways. I'm not sure if she's going to keep trying to have more kids. It seems incredibly insensitive to ask, but is it okay to ask for my my gift back so we can return it after my friend had a miscarriage? You make the call. I'm out. I am out. No Indian givers. I I don't know if she's Indian or not. Uh, Well, hopefully you learned your lesson on buying super expensive gifts. Not only an asshole, but a fucking asshole. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's like prying a wristwatch off a corpse in a coffin at the funeral. That's bad. Let her keep it and no more gifts. So so, so you guys made the call. Hold on a second. Let, let me give more people time. 
Braddy Kid says it's like a wedding gift. It's theirs. Trash Panda, you are a poet, my friend. He says, nope, you eat that shit sandwich. at that point you wash your hands of it don't give the gift until the party uh, V Coop says yes you are the asshole I still say the baby was your husband's but you're still an asshole Sassy Pammy says it's hers who the moms or the, the, the givers you think the giver should get it back if you have to ask you know the rest yeah uh, that, that, that's one of those I mean when I saw this story it made me cringe it literally made me cringe that somebody would. I understand thinking it. I, I I can understand thinking it, but I can't imagine going and posting it online, or even really contemplating doing it. What you give it to her before the baby was born? What the fuck? She should give it back. Uh, the lady sounds like a cunt, and the baby. Is his. That's why he paid that much money. Don't buy gifts like that for friends' baby showers. The moms. Uh, not to give. Okay. Holy fuck, what is wrong with her? Yeah, this is cold-blooded, man. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, hey, can I, can I, can I get that, uh, can I get that $400 stroller back? And just, yeah, you know, doctor's orders. <laughs> Moose outside should have told you. I don't even know how you broach that subject. Like, literally, I'm, I'm pretty good at the world. I'm pretty good at figuring out how to say shit. I don't even know. I, I wouldn't even. That's a garage I'm not even pulling in. I'm just telling you that right now. You cannot ask her for that gift back. You are you are the devil. We had a small baby shower for Hudson because we found out that most baby stuff uh, that's high value expires after five years. That being said, don't buy baby stuff that early. So sad you're lost. Yeah. Dumb to gift it so early in the pregnancy. And that's what, look, even the lady who wrote it said that was weird they did it in the first trimester. It is what it is. We all agree, though, you don't ask for the gift back. It's like the scene in Sopranos at the wedding when the wise guys are all suddenly worried about the uh, indictments and going on the lamb. They take back their money gifts right from the silk bag, right in front of the bride and groom. (laughs) That's fantastic. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, we figured that one out. I didn't think I I like I said, I didn't think it was going to be that hard. I just knew it was going to be that fantastic. Um all right. A uh, couple of breakup stories here. Uh these are I I would say that these are probably not the the healthiest ways to break up. V Coop, what is up, my man? So I do have a suggestion. Okay. Uh, maybe there's a way out for this lady is what she could do is maybe get the gift back and say, you know, hey, I found you a better gift. So she could request the gift back and then give that lady a DiGiorno pizza since she can't deliver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, B. Coop. No problem. That was gold. That was gold. Uh. Or you should get a hat that says Moose Outside. Should have told you. <laughs> oh, all right. Now, these are probably not the healthiest ways to break up with another human being. 
I, 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 look, 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 I, uh, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV or the radio. I, I, I like to help people. I got to say, these are these. The first one might not be as bad as the second one, but we'll see. A cheating husband, so already he's a dirtbag. We already hate the husband. A cheating husband has been slammed by his wife in a very public way. Many people said the wife has gone too far. The woman dubbed her ex a liar, a dirty cheater, and he was apparently unfaithful. But there appears to be more to the story. Because this woman took out an ad in a newspaper. In the Byron Shires Echoes newspaper, she took out an ad that says, Dear Mark, I hope she makes you happy, you dirty cheat. The whole town knows you're a liar now. Congrats from Rose. P.S. I'm keeping the Jungle Giants tickets. I don't know who the Jungle Giants are, but man, oh man, I got to tell you, this gal got her pound of flesh. She took out an ad. Once again, probably not the healthiest way to do it, but bravo. Bravo. I got to say bravo to her. Man, oh man. Now, see, every year, this is what she has to do, though. If she really wants to, look, look, honey, honey, let me, let me help you with the comedy aspect of life. To the lady that wrote this, that, that bought this, you, you need to go down and get you a big old stack of these newspapers, okay? All you got to do is put one quarter in and take the whole stack. If they even have newspaper stands anymore, I don't even know. I'm that old. What's wrong with throwing his shit out in the window, out the window in view of everyone else? Well, this, the, the, this, that, you know what? Let me, let me, Ogre, this inspire this, this increases reading. This inspires people to read. We need more people to read. Um, what you do is you get this and you get it framed. It'll cost you a lot of money over time, but it'll be worth it. And every year on the date, make sure you send him a framed copy of this. That would be the true aspect of comedy right there. You dirty cheat. I imagine she wanted to say a lot of other things in the newspapers like, yeah, we can't print that. She probably wanted to say, this is the, this is the article that she probably wrote. Dear Mark, I hope that dirty cunt makes you happy, you fuck. The whole town knows you're a liar now. Congratulations, fucko. From from Rose, you know your ex-wife. P.S. I'm keeping the Jungle Giants tickets. Fuck off. See, I, I'm I'm betting that they didn't allow that in there. All right, so that that that's one way you can break up. Which I gotta say, I I, I probably would go more with the ogre route of throwing it out the window. It's a little bit more clean, not quite as messy. Like, messy meaning, you know, worldwide, like, life-wise. Now, our next story is about a 29-year-old man who was rescued by police in a residence in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. 
All through my wild days, your mad existence, I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. See, why don't you guys mention Argentina more? Because I'd play that. Authorities in Argentina rescued a man who was left chained inside a bedroom by his girlfriend over fears that she would cheat on him. The former couple, because I guess they've broken up by now, had been dating for six months. The 30-year-old woman increasingly became jealous of her 29-year-old boyfriend. Fearing, potentially, that, that he could end up leaving her for someone in the area. By the way, by the way, he can leave you for anybody anywhere. Um, but fearing that he could leave her for someone else in the neighborhood, she decided to lock him inside one of the bedrooms at her house. Now, now I, I don't know if this is politically correct to play this, but... We're, 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 we're looking at, at stage 96 clinger here. Uh, this is not good. The man somehow managed to grab her cell phone and text a friend who alerted authorities. Sorry, I need to get some nose squirted up there. Some nose spray squirted up there. Uh, she was arrested. Uh, police did arrest her. Uh, poor kid. She just wants to keep her man. She just wants to stand by her man. That's all. <laughs> Fucking A. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Let's see. Uh, let's see. What do they say? Man told police her relationship started to deteriorate, you think? She got worse over the last few months. On one occasion, the woman disconnected WhatsApp from his phone and later broke his phone, leaving them incommunicado. She has been taken into custody and charged with kidnapping. There you go. So, 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 hey, guys, gals out there, let me help you out. If, if by chance you need to break up with your significant other or you're, you're afraid they're going to leave you, it's okay to communicate and talk. And a lot of times if you talk and, and they'll tell you, like, you're fucking nuts and I want to break up with you because, well, you're crazy. No, no. Instead, we lock them in rooms and we return dead baby gifts. All right, I found that story. Remember yesterday I was telling y'all I, I found a story that, that, that I wanted to share with y'all, but then I lost it? Found it. Oh, and I'm glad I found it. I'm sharing it with you right now. A woman's head has tripled in size due to her condition, which has left her blind, bedbound, and unable to talk. So pretty much perfect. I didn't say that. No, stop it. Stop it. You know I didn't mean that. Oh, good God. I saw her head. Holy shit. Oh, man. Whew. I got to take it. I got I to do a couple breathing exercises. I got to do the. Okay, get ready to see this. Uh. Grazley Elvis Regis from Brazil has been bedbound and unable to talk for years and recently lost her eyesight after her head just kept growing. 
Dude, she looks like, oh, my God. She looks like, like Pinky in the Brain. Result pressure can damage the internal tissue and deform the shape of the skull. Grizzly's mama provides her almost constant care, and she hopes that her daughter uh, all the love for many more years. Oh, good God. It reached into her arms, too. Ugh. I mean, this gal, if she headbutt you, you're dying. I'm just telling you, woof. Her head looks like the Bride of Frankenstein's hair. Oh, goddamn, Hank Hill would have gone by. <laughs> oh, I mean, this, oof. This is hydrocephalus. It's a buildup of fluid on the brain, which can cause damage issue. Uh, headache, nausea, vomiting, you think? yeah, You think that's going to cause a headache? When you have a 688 head, you ain't got no damn forehead no more. You got a yardstick head. Google Talosian Star Trek. She'll kill someone if she did Bam Bam Bigelow's finisher. No, oh, if she comes off the top rope with that thing. Does she have a yellow power ring? This is known to cause that. Um, if left untreated, it, oh my God, her head's even bigger down there. Oh my God. Oh, she's a conehead. She's a conehead. I said it. She's a conehead. I mean, I feel terrible for her. Shit, though, man. Make some money off that. Sell some tickets. Boy, if that was Arnett, man, I'd have people in and out of here. Maybe even try to glue a beard on her. The bearded, weird-headed woman. Oh, God damn it. Adios, familia. Suddenly, I need to get a sock in the magazine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. There you go. I found her. Yes, I'm mean for making fun of her. You know, I, the reason why I make fun of her is because of all the inadequacies that I have to deal with on a daily basis. I already know. Before anybody fucking tries to Sigmund Freud me, I've already done it. I know why I do this. I do this to medicate myself to make myself feel better about things. Uh, Maid says, wow, swoosh, Green Lantern reference, LOL. Join the freak show in the circus. I would. Hell yeah, you can make some money off that. Now, th this next story before I get to my last story, I got to say that, now, you know I'm honest with you. You know I tell you guys the truth, and I've told you I was not the nicest person in the world in high school. I wasn't mean. I, I, I didn't hurt, like, like physically hurt people. Um... But, but I, I I could be known as a dick, and 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 I'm fine with that. It it's a bed that I had to make. I gotta think that even young Arnie probably wouldn't have even done this. I got I gotta say that that I probably wouldn't have done this. Now when I see it, no, I can't do this. Um, this happened in Louisiana. A ninth grader who has cerebral palsy. Um. And he has to roll around school in a uh, in a wheelchair in a, a mechanic or not mechanical but a motorized uh, wheelchair. Um, 
It says that his mama says he's too distraught to go back to school after bullies stole his electric wheelchair and then filmed themselves whizzing around corridors while mocking victims' speech and mannerisms. Oh, and, well, there's video. Having a dedicated home office is I didn't so important because it gives me a place where I can sit and focus. Let's get up. Yeah, I got, I, I got, I got to say, yeah, I, I wouldn't have probably done that one in high school. The, the, those, those guys have a fucking massive ass whooping coming to them. See, see, there's so much that you can do. And then I see an ad or a, a story. Boy with several palsy scores his first touchdown. No, he doesn't. He's in a wheelchair. He can't play. Um, stealing a cripple's wheelchair is just a dick move. I agree. I agree with it, with every word you just said. Cripple's wheelchair is a dick move. Yeah, I got I got to say that you're gonna you 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 deserve a beating for that. You you deserve you deserve a and and you're making fun of his speech. See, once again, I I might use the word, and I might I might I might say it, but man, those people are inspiring folks. And this young fella has several palsy. He ain't even retarded. He just needs a wheelchair to get around. Man, oh man, whoop that dude's ass. I know somebody with CP who would whoop the monkey shit out of that kid's ass. Mm-hmm. You don't want you you don't want to fight. We all remember Roy. Roy still listens to the show every now and then. You wouldn't want to fuck with Roy, would you? Because I wouldn't. Uh, way down yonder in the blue country. Why, Arnie, that's where I met my Cajun baby. Maybe 14 head was blocking for him. <laughs> what would Timmy do? Timmy! 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 As the official Indian of the ass family, you deserve a cow patty to the face for that. There you go. Shit, I definitely don't want a cow patty from India. Hoof. That thing is going to be rank, dude. All right, so we all agree these kids deserve a beating. All right, good. Good, 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 good. Yeah. yeah. See, I, yeah, I, I, I don't even think. No, I, I know Tommy wouldn't have done that. Tommy and I were raised better than that. I'll, I'll, I'll say that much. Our final story um, is from some idiot. Where does the motherfucker live? Does he, does he live in... in uh, I don't know where he lives. But this guy is an idiot. This guy is an environmental activist named Robin Greenfield. Oh, I'm sure his last name is really, really Greenfield. He has said that he has stopped using toilet paper and has not used toilet paper for decades. Um, H says, that's a hate crime. You can't take a kid's wheelchair. What the fuck? My son is a type 1 diabetic and has a pump for his uh, meds. 
and his sixth grade teacher took it from him because she thought it was a pager. I got her fired and told her if I ever see her again, I would sue her for all her money. My wife almost killed her, LOL. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, look, look. Just, just, no, you don't take kids' shit. That, not that. Um, he hasn't used toilet paper in decades and doesn't plan on changing anytime soon. In 2013, he first started using leftover napkins and tissues instead. However, five years ago, he realized that the leaf of a blue spur flower was perhaps an even better substitute due to its size and shape. So he started to use it as a permanent solution. Here's what this guy has to say. Let me, let me see if I can do his voice. Uh, consumption of toilet paper fuels, deforestation, and massive usage of fossil fuels in transportation. Blind leaf. So the message to grow our own at home and find alternatives to consumerism has never been more relevant. Okay, can, can I just say, can, uh, I was thinking about this last night before I went to bed. Okay, can, can, hey, buddy, hey. Is he using a leaf, doing the boot scoot on the front lawn? I will admit that dude wipes are fucking awesome, but you got to leave. Uh, at least use TP for the first wipe. Fuck this guy. We used water in a cup and left hand to wash our ass for centuries in India. Yeah. Um, look, if you want to do this, uh, by all means, I'm not going to tell you to stop. Okay. I'm probably never coming to your house. Because you ain't got toilet paper. All right? You wipe your ass with weird leaves. Okay? I hope you don't get any poison oak or poison ivy because that will be terrible. But can can we... Can, and I'm not going to tell anybody to stop recycling. I'm not going to tell anybody to, to get on board. I was watching the news last night, and it, it rains true every time I watch the news. Every single fucking time I watch the news, the weathermen here in Texas are wrong. Every single time. They told us it wasn't going to rain for four days, and it rained yesterday. Okay? Okay, they, they, they tell it. So if you can't get a forecast for a week right or at least a day right, why am I, why am I believing that you can tell me, a scientist, because a lot of these weathermen are scientists. They get these degrees, and they're scientists. You can't get the weather right. How do you know what's going to happen to the earth? And yes, I said Earth with an F. Because I'm hood. How do you know what's going to happen to the Earth in 50 years? You can't even predict uh, predict a week out. He's got to have the worst skid marks and itchy ass all the time. Does he not know how to use the three seashells, LOL? Look, look, look. I understand that it's America's job to be the world's big brother. And we used to do that by kicking the shit out of the rest of the world. But now what we do is we clean up everything in America 
and we make the world go, wow, look at America. They're really spending all their money on fucking recycling and making the world better. Well, we're not. We're going to take our money and do it with what we want to. Which means we're going to have fucking coal and oil here, and it's going to be burning brighter and longer than ever. By the way, the earth will let us know when we've taken too much. The earth's going to let us know. The earth is going to go, okay, uh, you guys have fucked around too long. I'm just going to open you up and swallow you. Done and done. I'll tell you, when, when I start recycling is when China starts to, uh, to pay the bills and India starts to pay the bills for recycling and getting the world cleaner. Until that day, I am not going to participate. The only thing I do is I return my, 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 my gallon chocolate milk containers because I get two fifty back. So that's it. Uh, he probably is using Indian toilet paper. It's a big leaf that's uh, pretty soft. I know you don't wonder why I know that. No, I, I know exactly why you know it because, well, that's what you do when you're out there, you know, doing your camping thing. That's another reason why I don't camp. The facilities are not a uh, uh, conduit to me. Um, so there you go. Did his dog cringe when he walks by? His dog fucking runs away from him. Good Lord. Dog's like, fuck your ass stinks. All right, that does it for us today, ass family. Thank you so much for being here. We will be back again tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same. Arnie Channel, and by the way, tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy will be in the motherfucking house. So now, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Now, it's 80s week, and today is soundtrack day. And I was really, really starting to wonder how I was going to get George Strait. Because the soundtrack that he recorded, Pure Country, was made in the 90s. Couldn't do that one. And then I thought about it. And then I remembered the greatest guy movie ever. Roadhouse. Saved the day for me once again. There's a scene where where good old Sam Elliott is dancing with the Dr. Love interest. And this song is the one they play on the jukebox. So ask family until tomorrow. Adios, everybody.
somehow lost her sanity And Dimples, who now lives in Temple's Got the law looking for me All my exes live in Texas And Texas is a place I dearly love to is outside waiting to arrest him.